Welcome to Marriage Monday with Jeremiah and Savannah Jennings. The Jennings own Growing Green Landscapes and are very happily married. In this podcast, Jeremiah and Savannah discuss the wins, losses, good times, bad times, and everything in between pertaining to owning a business while maintaining a healthy marriage along the way. We hope you enjoy the show. What's going on, everybody? Thanks for tuning in to another episode today here on the Growing Green Podcast, and thank you for tuning in for another Marriage Monday episode. This is your host, Jeremiah Jennings. Joined along with me today is Savannah, the co-host for Monday Shows. How are you doing tonight? I'm good. Uh, it's crazy Fire. time in life right now, yeah. but this is fun. We have a great guest interview coming up today. Uh, we've been doing a lot of these solo, but we actually have the honor of having Sean and Savannah Spencer with us here tonight. How are y'all? We are doing good. How are you? We're good. Um, we got yeah, baby yeah. sleeping in the background. I heard you said y'all got kids running around. So we're going to see yeah. how long we can make this interview and keep it quiet. <laughs> but uh, no guarantee that's going to last the whole time. But uh, it's, it's late. We already went over this late. We're doing this late night. Want to be respectful of y'all's time. Uh, what I want to get into today, though, is just uh, so what we're doing on the Marriage Monday shows is really getting into to marriage and business. And so I wanted to kind of hear y'all's story. I've heard it. Um, in depth, kind of, but I, honestly, it's been a while, so kind of want to hear your story of how you got started uh, and as the husband-wife duo that uh, the internet knows, and so just get into that, and then kind of just take us away into what the what it's been like running a business together uh, all this time. I know y'all are, you just got new property, want to get into that some a little bit, and just all the things y'all have going on in life, but just tell us kind of the backstory of the, the journey to get to where you are today. So first and foremost, we got married in 2007. And then, uh, you know, kind of went through that recession period there. I worked in an odd job. She worked at a pet store, a few other, you know, restaurant jobs, this and that. Mm -hmm. And uh, about 2010, 2011, roughly, I was working private security for a U.S. Mint facility. And they had hundreds and hundreds of employees and they fired every single one of them. I mean, every day it was like 50 would get fired and then 50 more. And we kept waiting for it to stop. Like, where's it going to stop? And then, you know, the supervisor said, oh, you know, it'll just be the hourly employees. Supervisors will be, they'll, they'll be good. Well, I was security. So supervisors went eventually. And then we're like, hey, they got to have security for the building, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, well, no, I was the second shift supervisor. They came in and was like, hey, let's ax it down from four guys and gals under you down to just two. So wow. it was me. It was me on a 12 hour shift, a, a morning shift guy on a 12 hour shift. And that's what we ran with for a little while. And then uh, it just kind of got to the point where I was just like, you know what? It's inevitable. It's coming. You know, it's mm -hmm. it, it's only a matter of time. So I ended up leaving there. And uh, that was kind of the the kicker of what pushed me into starting Spencer Lawn Care. And uh, it was 2011, right after Christmas time. I'm like, hey, I told her, I said, you know, I got to do something on my own. I said, I'm, I can't keep working for these companies year after year and not getting anywhere. You know, I, I always worked my way up to management or supervisors or something very quickly. And then you just kind of top out. And, and uh, that's when we also found out we were pregnant with our son. Yeah. Also, yeah. so. And I mean, way to add some stress to the situation. <laughs> right, right. So that kind of kicked me into the tail, you know, of going from a young man, uh, still kind of with even a teenage mindset to like, hey, bro, you know, you got a son now, your daughter, we already had our daughter. And it was just like, you know, you, you got to get stuff together. Yeah. You know, an hourly rate isn't going to cut it right now. Uh, How so old are we all at this point? Who 22? No. We were married at 22. 220. Yeah. So about 26, 27. Okay. Yeah. So still young. I mean, young mid-20s. So you're still, I mean, you're not, you're still figuring out life really at that point. 
Right. And we had just went, I mean, we were still pretty much in the recession at that yeah. point. Nobody was hiring. I mean, anything that you wanted. And uh, it, it was pretty tough then. But, you know, we figured it out, started the business in uh, 2011. And then we just kind of started rolling from there. I told her I did some college and I told her, I said, you know, give me five years. I said, if it doesn't work out in five years, I said, I'll go back to college, finish my degree, this, whatever. Yeah. And uh, luckily it worked out. I'll say yeah. it like that. Yeah. I shouldn't say luckily. It was a ton of hard work. And uh, she started her business right around the same time, her cleaning business with her and her sister. And yeah, we kind of learned learned along the way, but we also learned things, you know, with businesses like paying uh, sales tax and this and that every month, you know, it was kind of transitioning easily back and forth with one another's businesses. And then I just kind of let her take that all over because <laughs> uh, I don't like paperwork. <laughs> but yeah, just continually grew it, you know, over the years. Uh, I will say, you know, kind of right now with the, the way the economy is and stuff, uh, people are asking a lot of advice on how to grow whenever a, a recession's expected or whatever, whether yeah. we're in one or not. And I just tell people like, hey, you know, keep your budget tight, keep your routes tight, don't spend unnecessary money, you know, unless you're, you know, everything's a calculated risk. None of us have it figured out. We could all fail. It's just, uh, you know, taking that chance and, you know, moving on from there and learning from your mistakes. And yeah. Yeah. Do y'all have any history of entrepreneurship in your families, either one of you? Or were y'all my like dad the first? actually, yeah, my dad actually has his own masonry company. Okay. Okay. Um, it started with his dad and then he grew Ron Cutlet Masonry and, it's just gone from, yeah, there. So, gone from there, but he's still old school. Like he actually hired me to do all of his bookkeeping and stuff wow. like that. So on top of all of our businesses, yeah. I deal with his as well. So oh my goodness. Those men busy. don't typically <laughs> like paperwork. Yeah. No. Yeah, for sure. So, so you had the cleaning business. Uh, I mean, everybody, everybody knows, I mean, everybody listening to this podcast knows who you are, I'm sure. So how did you, how did Savannah, how did you turn into the TQ? I mean, how did you get in the business, um, how, transition out of cleaning and, and come out there every day? What was it? 2018? Yeah, roughly yeah, about 2000, Yeah, 2017, 18. He was having trouble hiring employees and really keeping them. They, I mean, not everybody was like suited for the job. And so I just offered my time for a couple weeks. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> until uh, until he could find someone who was suited for the job. And I actually just fell in love with it. I love being outdoors. I'm just like my dad. Yeah. I My dad's always outdoors. That's what I mean. He works outdoors. So um, just I just fell in love with it. Yeah. And, just, you know, actually getting a better understanding of what he was going through on a daily basis out there in the grind and, you know, knowing why he would come home tired, you mm -hmm. know, every night. So it, it grew a better respect that way too. So I, I just. And that, that first year though, like 17, 18, whatever it was, she was still running her cleaning business at that time as well. So she was oh, coming wow. out. Yeah, working with me. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. She was working with me all day long, three, four o'clock in the afternoon, and then going straight to her cleaning business. And I don't even remember what you guys were working then, like maybe like four to eight or something. Yeah. Yeah. It was evening because we had to wait till morning shift was pretty much out of there. So, so she did that for the whole entire season. And then the next season she came to me and she's like, Hey, I really don't want to continue doing the cleaning business. And to be honest with you, it was doing phenomenal at the time. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I don't want to do it anymore. I want to come out and do this with you. What do you think? And I'm like, oh, crap, but let's go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, let's go for it. Because I mean, I mean, seriously, like she, she pretty much probably walked away from 
I don't know what a hundred thousand a year probably. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. And then COVID happened. So, yeah, so it blew up. Cleaners yeah. actually blew up because you had to be there more often to sanitize and whatnot. So yeah. Mm, yeah. yeah so my sister uh, walked away pretty good with that. One. Are, you still, are, they, are yeah. they still doing that? Your sister still yeah. has yeah. the company. Wow. Yep. Wow. Yeah. That is uh that's quite a backstory. Uh, that kind of gets us <laughs> up to where we are today. Let's get into the kind of the nitty gritty of it, I guess, if you if you would say that. Go back to those days of you're working all day, you go to run the cleaning business at night. Literally, how does your marriage survive that? Like what I mean, are you all the type of people that you said when you said I do, you said you were done, like that was it, you, the divorce was not an option. Like how how has that worked for you? Like cuz I think that so many people would would be in that situation where you're not spending, I mean, I can't imagine you spent, well, I guess you were spending time together all day long, but it's not like just hanging out, having fun. Like you're trying to work, you're trying to get stuff done. So what kind of stress does that put on the marriage every single day? Um, of just, I mean, I, I don't know, like you're, you're literally working all day long and then Savannah, you come home and leave to another job. Um, what, what did that, what did that look like? And then, and, and you had books to do on top of that. So like, yeah. And it wasn't just that is and kids. kids also. Yeah. Our and kids, kids exactly. Sports and stuff. So we were after work, we were always split in different directions. Yeah. So, um, basically when nighttime came, that's when we had more, I guess, husband and wife time, because obviously when we're out working, we're trying to get out there, do the, do the, exactly. do the work and everything. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, it was a lot of sacrificing and everything like that. It was even to this day. <laughs> I mean, dude, it's, it, it's working at it every single day. I'm not going to sit here and act like we're the, the golden couple, man. Yeah. There's days where we're like, you know what? You go over there and trim. I'll go over here and mow. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You know, we just we choose not to share that on the YouTube channel because we don't want anybody into our personal lives. You know, yeah. that's that's us. That's yeah. our marriage. You know, there's enough people that think we're just a fake couple, and yeah. you know, she's my prop wife and all of this because I don't wear my wedding ring all the time. And, oh my goodness. Yeah, it is what it is. But no, it's it's a lot of work. It's yeah. not easy. Even to this day. I mean, it gets more and more stressful. The, yeah. the bigger the social media gets the the companies, you know, they're kind of, they're continually fighting one another. And mm-hmm. yeah, we just live very, very hectic lifestyle. So definitely not easy. Yeah. And then on top of our kids growing older too, and we're always so busy with work and they're like, not really understanding why we're so busy all the time. And it makes us feel bad because we try when we're not working and, and doing social media stuff, lawn care stuff, storage unit stuff, everything else. Yeah. Like we try to devote our time 100% with just family. And, you know, my daughter does travel ball. Our son does football at the moment. So it's like, there's weekends where we're both split yeah. and we have to go elsewhere, but we're always on like FaceTime or something and just like keeping each other quick, updated. Quick example, this past weekend, she had to take her daughter to travel ball almost in Indiana, you know, mm-hmm. like three hours away. My son had football back here, so I had to take care of that. Then we did some work on the property, but it's just, it's our life right now. You know, would yeah. we w- both want to be in both places? Absolutely. Oh yeah. But we can't be, but at least one of us can be with the kids at all times. So yeah, hundred percent. So go back in the timeline to like the very beginning, and it was, we're still kind of in the beginning. Uh, 
But what did the what did the nights look like when you got home together? Like, did you how did you handle the whole conversation of like who's going to step into the books tonight? Who's going to get up and go to work? Uh, am I going to do the weeding? Or are you going to do the mowing? Like, what did those situations look like? How did you not just argue all the time? I, that, yeah. I just think of like I just feel like that would cause a lot of tension on our marriage if we because like Savannah doesn't work in the business with me. Okay, so. I really gravitated to the trimming side. Like everybody thinks that he pushed it on me, yeah. which is not 100% true. Like I absolutely love trim. I have like, um, I don't know, very, I'm very detail oriented. Yeah. So it's like trimming. Like I have to tie that all in together with the whole, I guess, end result. But, um, I don't know. It's never an argument. Yeah. Actually, sometimes it is. Sometimes <laughs> it is because he'll say, oh, I'll trim or, and you can mow. I'm like, no, I'll trim, you know, but sometimes he has to force, you know, yeah. me to get on the mower. Yeah. So, Especially but, on those hot days, you know, when it's yeah. almost a hundred degrees, the humidity's through the roof. Like yeah. you can kind of tell when somebody's off a little bit, you know, yeah. whether that's a worker that I've had many, many of those, you know, uh, you know, sometimes I just got to tell her like, Hey, you need to chill out and take a break and, yeah. you know, get on the mower, but she's absolutely telling the truth there. 100%. I got to force her most of the time, not the trim. <laughs> yeah. And then the book, the bookkeeping and everything we, we actually, I have it set down to one night a week. Okay, so cool. It's not something that we work on all the time after yeah. every, you know, end of day or anything like our that. Our software so. that we use as well helps out a ton. Like our, our routes don't change a whole lot. So we just print off the route every single week. We pretty much know it by heart at this point. Yeah. So that's a big thing, you know, compared to companies that are continually adding a ton of uh, new customers and, you know, losing customers, this or that. They're constantly having to change those books. Uh, other than that, you know, we, our software takes care of a lot of that, whether we're adding mulch prices in or, you know, dirt, something like that. Yeah. It, it's really quickly, you know, simple to go on there and just change it. What were some of the hardest conversations back in the beginning? Like, we're all always on the same page going into this thing of like, hey, this is going to be a lot of time. There's going to be a lot of effort put into this. There's going to be a lot of late nights. There's going to be weekends spent apart with kids traveling. Um, how did you – because I know, like like we said in the beginning of the show here, you, you said you're together all day, but that's not really you time. So mm-hmm. did y'all were y'all both bought in from the very beginning, or did y'all have to, like, work through that, that whole process of, like, realizing what it actually takes to run a business and, and keep a healthy marriage? Uh, well, as far as, like, business size and everything, like – I, I wouldn't say I was lazy with it, but I did very quickly realize that it does take a lot of work yeah. to keep a business going. Same with a marriage. Yeah. So, I mean, you just have to, I guess, be 50, 50, 100, you know, 100% actually with it. And, um, I don't know, like, I don't think we really both knew from the get go what it all entailed. No, uh, no we, one does. <laughs> yeah, we, we never foreseen yeah. the social media becoming what it became and what it is. Uh, so that was a delightful surprise, to be honest with you. Yeah. Uh, but even with that, it comes with its own stresses, its own, you know, it consumes a lot of the life as well. So mm-hmm. we've kind of almost worked ourselves into where we're at now. But definitely didn't know all the details from the get go. We, you know, we understood it was going to be a lot of hard work, but neither one of us are afraid of that. Yeah. It's just, uh, you know, learning to work in those circumstances together, I guess you could say. Yeah. Yeah. I will say that we don't set enough time off to the side for just both of us. Does anybody. Um, and yeah, and we do need to work on that as mm-hmm. well. And like for the social media part of it, like he does all the editing. Yeah. And so I know like, 
because we do daily videos. And so I know at the end of the day, he needs to have his time, his quiet time. So that's when I do take the kids somewhere or, you know, sports or anything like that. So, cause that's, I, I know that I'm helping him out yeah. in the long run to get it done quicker. Yeah. If well, we weren't here just running around and well, being loud. We have a very, <laughs> I won't say a strict schedule, but it's, we know our schedules and we stick to our times. Like yeah. I know for a fact, I have to be editing by four o'clock or the video is not going to make its deadline. Wow. Now we've even ran into new circumstances and, uh, with YouTube now, because they're doing this whole checking thing and it's taking forever. So we're missing our deadlines a lot of the times right now, but yeah, we're, we're trying to figure it out and it's, uh, always continuously learning. Yeah. It's just a part of the process. It's really, it's really cool watching. I mean, watching the YouTube videos and, and getting them out every single day. I can't imagine the work that goes in behind the scenes on that. Uh, it, I mean, since we've kind of transitioned there, let's talk about the YouTube thing for a minute. How did that even start? Um, and then how did you both kind of say, Hey, let's take this and run with it. So I started in like 13 or 14, 2013 or 14, just purely as a hobby. You know, there was really nobody on YouTube, but a couple guys like Greg Chisholm, Geek the Freak, and maybe one or two other people. Uh, so I was like, hey, I'm the only guy that's really starting up from a, you know, with a push mower or get, you know, nothing really. Yeah. I can show people, you know, either how to grow this thing or I'm going to show them how to flop this thing right into the ground, you <laughs> yeah, know. So. Yeah. I just started posting, man, just horrible videos. Looking back on them now, I'm like, Are they still God. up? <laughs> yes, a lot of them. I had to take some of them down because I used to curse a lot back in the day. Yeah. Uh, and I didn't really understand the audience that was watching. Yeah. So I took some of those down, made them private. Just, you know, you don't want your kids. And I don't want to sure. even look back on them myself. And look <laughs> yeah. At so, uh, but yeah, started off, man, just putting out horrible videos and did that for a few years. And then I took a year off and, then I came back and then I took another year off and long story short, uh, about 2017, 18, when she came on, uh, we, we were really starting to gain some traction. We went from like 5,000 subscribers to like 15,000, you know, and that was pretty good for back then. And then, uh, she came aboard and we went 40,000 and then 50, 60. So it really started picking up traction. We also, at that same time, companies were really starting to show a lot of interest uh, you know, a lot of companies outside of lawn care, we've been, you know, we've been approached by a lot of different things, some weird things as well. Like, really? hey, you, know, you want to do this, that? And I'm like, no, absolutely not. <laughs> but uh, yeah, kind of 2018, I would say 17 was really the pinnacle. When she came aboard, it was kind of like everything just kind of springboarded and took yeah. off. And, you know, it's, it's just gotten better and better every single year. Uh, and we just continue working at it, man. Yeah, and you've turned it into like a family. Like I feel like it's like a family event at night. I feel like people pull up, hey, let's watch their video for today and, and check in with what happened. So what was was that kind of the – when did that become the goal? And like is that really the goal now? What is the goal for the YouTube? Is it to create time where families can come together and watch your stuff and just hang out with you every single day? Uh, is it to teach new kids how to start a business? Like what is – is it all the above? How, how are you kind of navigating those waters and taking it now? All of the above. Yeah. Okay. All of the above. Uh, I, I just love that when we get emails or, you know, messages from like parents saying, thank you so much for making it family friendly. Yeah. We all just sit down and watch it. They'll send photos of their like little kids, like in front of the TV watching it or dogs. Yeah. <laughs> animals love the channel. Yeah. Well. But it just, it melts my heart whenever 
I hear things like that. So. And, and a lot of that has to do with us growing as adults as well. You know, we yeah. have young kids, our daughters, you know, 15, our sons just turned 10. Our daughter's 14. 14? Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't make her any older than she is. Yeah, she's going to be driving you around in a year. You better realize know, when that right? one comes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, we really did a lot of self-reflecting. Like, yeah. would we want our kids to watch us? Mm. And what would we want them to watch? So for the kids that do watch the channel, we want to be a, a, a role model for them. You know, that, hey, there you can be a husband and wife. Hey, you can start a business from the ground up. Hey, you can have a family out here because there's so much right now uh, trying to divide families and relationships. You know, it's it's not the cool thing to be a husband and wife yeah. anymore. The cool, the cool thing is to, you know, flip around with, you know, a dolphin one week, a well the next week and whatever else the next week. But <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that's, so, that's good. Yeah. And I think, I think everybody can take something from that and learn from it because even though you're the ones putting it out there on the screen for everybody to see that principle right there is what we should all be doing in our own lives. And like, we should be doing that in our marriages, um, trying to build each other up. And then same thing, like we just had our son, Jack, like, and that's Savannah's probably going to be gone the rest of the show. She's, he got fussy. So she, she's got to go deal with him. But it's one of those things like it's put a, it's put a whole new perspective into the business and like why we do what we do. Um, it, and I don't know. So you started the business with kids. I started the business without kids. Now we have one into it. Now, how is that sacrifice in the time that you do sacrifice? We talked about the sporting events and the late nights, all that stuff. I don't want to get repetitive, but I do want to take that because I've had quite a few people reach out recently um, since we've had Jack and started talking a little bit about more parenting things. Like we're learning, like I don't know nothing. Like he's two weeks old. I don't know anything, but we've. I feel like we've already learned so much. And so what is some advice that y'all could give on that is parents who are running businesses together, but also have kids, whether, whether the wife is in the business every single day or out of the business, you're still running a business together. So what is advice? What are some things that you think have helped you along the way to keep those kids one, like you said, make sure they know what you're doing and why you're doing it. But then, but then just help them be involved every single day and help them feel like the amount of love and attention that they need and that you're not just giving it away to the business because like the business is going to make you money, but those kids are going to be your kids forever. Like if the business goes to pot tomorrow, you still have them to come home to. So what are, I mean, and I'm, and I'm going to take and listen and learn from this because I just, I want to know how, how do you do it? What are, what are good ways to help keep your business? I mean, help, help, help keep your kids involved in the business um, and things like that. You want to go first? Go ahead. Mine'll be long winded. Go ahead. So make it as long as you need to, because I think this is going to be one of the most beneficial points of the whole show. Yeah. So I know personally as a dad that it's probably one of the biggest things that I struggle with because, you know, we're, you know, we're supposed to be the sole provider. We're supposed to take care of our family, our wives, you know, we're supposed to be the leading example and that's what we aim to be. But then up here in our own minds, we're saying, Hey, am I giving my wife enough time? Hey, am I giving my kids enough time? But in the back of our minds as the provider, uh, you know, we're also saying, hey, I need to make enough money to take care of everybody. Hey, I have to work this because if I don't work this, the job's not going to get done. So therefore, we're not going to bring that income in. We're not going to do this. So it's a constant battle from the man's point of view, I guess you could say. Probably a lot with the women as well, but more so on the man because, you know, we 
are supposed to be the provider. You know, the, the hunter gatherer mentality is still up here ingrained in our mind yep. to be the provider for our family. It's just natural. It's there. So with that being said, it's, it's not easy. And it's one of my own personal struggles, you know, with my kids, because I see them, you know, growing up so fast and they do grow up super fast. Mm -hmm. But uh, I also make mental notes that, Hey, when they come through the door, I ask them, how was your day? If they sit down more than likely they need to talk to me. So I'll put the phone down, I'll put the computer away, whatever it is. And then I'm solely focused on them. If I'm washing dishes and my son comes in, he's like, hey, dad, I just, you know, I got to tell you about something. Instantly, you got to focus on them and give them that time so that they know that they're important to you. And you you can only do what you can do the best you can do. You know, we're all going to have flaws. We're all going to make mistakes. There's going to be days where I'm sitting on my phone texting an email back or something. And my kid comes in the room and says something. I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'll get to you in one second. Hold on. And I go back to that email we're all going to make those mistakes, but it's also understanding that, Hey, you know, yes, we are all not perfect, but we can also work and strive to be better every single day by, Hey, taking that time to shut it down. Hey, focusing on your wife, your, your kids, whatever it could be, even your own personal health. That's another one. You know, I've uh, constantly battling with my health. So it's like, I need to make sure I make enough time every single day, even though my, my schedule is set. Every single day, I still need to make sure I got enough time to get my my workout in or to diet right. Because, hey, if I'm not healthy and I'm not in the best shape, I can't be the best for my family. I can't be the best for my kids. You know, your kids are constantly looking at you. So like Jeremiah, like your kid, even though you're working or whatever you're doing throughout your life, they're going to be watching you. So they're going to be learning. They're going to be picking up on everything that you do, whether it's good or bad, whatever. So it's it's. You know, you're not always teaching, but in a way you are teaching, even if they're just watching from a distance, you know, that could be looking from a football field up at your dad. Is he paying attention to me or is he sitting on a cell phone, you know, or talking to somebody else, uh, you know, sitting on the couch, whatever. It could be a million different things. Uh, that's just my personal side of it. What do you think? Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just just getting your kids involved in everything that you do, like tell them about your day. Yeah. I mean, not the nitty gritty or anything, just tell them how your day is going and stuff like that. Um, but I mean, just getting them involved, asking them to go places with you. Cause we'll go on, um, estimates and we'll say, Hey, you want to come with us? Yeah. Most times they say no. Sometimes they say yes, but most of the time it's no, but, <laughs> but I mean, you give them the opportunity. Them they know that you're, that they're welcome yeah. there. Yeah. But like, going to the property all the time. Now that's where we're spending the most of our family time. Is yeah. over the property, and they love so. machinery as well. Like, yes. man, you tell a kid like, Hey, you want to drive that mower? Hey, you want to drive that dingo? Yeah. They're going to be like, yeah, let's go. Show me how to do it. So yeah. we, we've taught them a lot of, about the machinery and the safety and everything like that. So they, they, we don't show they it like on that. the channel, no. <laughs> but the kids are very, very fluent with equipment. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's good. It's good to teach them young like that. That's, um, that's all that's all so very good. Like the last five minutes has just been I think everybody it's worth the whole show if you listen to the last five minutes because um I, it's a lot of people's dreams to have kids and start a family and grow a business. Like that's that's the American dream. Like it, it is what it is. And so we're along for that ride. Um we're starting we're still in the very beginning. We're four years in to business, two weeks into having a kid. And I feel like I'm just trying to learn and soak up every single day. Um, how have you learned some of the things that you've learned? Where do you get your wisdom and advice? Do you, is it all trial and error? Do you look to 
other mentors in your area? How have y'all navigated those waters of like, hey, what what do we do? Because like now you're to a point where you're influencing other people, but who who influenced you? How did you get influenced and learn and learn and grow yourselves? I think a lot of it probably comes from our parents. I don't, I don't know exactly how long your mom and dad were married before your mother passed away, but mm-hmm. it was a long time. Yeah, my parents have been married. Psh, probably almost 40 years. Wow. So that's so unheard I mean, of nowadays. Yeah. Right. So it was very, it was ingrained from me from pretty much day one. Like I saw my parents, you know, they'd have their moments where they'd argue. My dad go do a burnout down the road when he was, you know, 30 yeah. years old, all peed off, come back an <laughs> I hour think you've later. you've done that before too. <laughs> yeah, probably, you know, yeah. come back an hour later, cool down. You know, uh, the biggest thing is, man, is you're going to learn it along the way. Mm-hmm. Just like the baby, you know, you, you had no idea when you guys brought this baby home. Nope. But like even us, we can remember everybody was like, oh, it's going to be this. It's going to be that. And I can remember to this day with our daughter, which 14 years ago, Savannah calling her mom like, am I doing everything right? Like she would start crying. <laughs> I like, would sit on like the it's so it's so crying. easy. Like, yeah. uh, you know, the baby would just pretty much take care of itself. And you know, and, son. <laughs> <laughs> and then all the wheels fell off. <laughs> Right, right. Yeah. No, I wouldn't trade anything though. They they both have been a blessing. And, and that's the thing. Your kids will be unique in their own ways. Like yeah. our son is like he's a boy. He's a pistol. Dude, he <laughs> he's like a cannonball. He will run through a wall and be like, Oh, I don't know why I got a bump on my head. Like, dude, you just ran through the wall. <laughs> yeah. And our daughter, she's very, you know, timid and you know, she's she's a girly girl, you know. She mm-hmm. but then again, she plays a lot of uh sports and stuff. She likes com- being competitive takes her health very seriously. And she is a workaholic. Uh, she definitely 100% got that ingrained into her. Uh, cause I'll tell you what that girl, I'm not just saying it cause she's my daughter. That girl will work you into the dirt. Yeah. I mean, no joke. Yeah. And, but, so yeah. I, I think what the people can take away from that and, and y'all as well is you, what you said earlier about you're always influencing people. You're always influencing people. You're always influencing your kids, whether they're like, you know it or not, like they're always watching you. So where do you think she got that drive to work hard and take care of her health from? It's like, it all comes back to you two. And so like, Sean, I know that health is a big thing for you. You shed a lot of weight. That's something that you struggled for a very long time. Just think to yourself, what would life be like? What would your daughter be like if you hadn't taken that seriously? Like, right. like, do you ever think about that at laying in the bed at night? Like, look at, look at one choice that we made could literally change your daughter, your kids' futures. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, I can remember going to the doctor in my late twenties and him saying, Hey, if you don't get this weight off, bro, like you're, you're not going to be here at 40, 45. Like I guarantee it, like you're going to be gone. So now being 37, no 38, sorry. (laughs) Years are flying by man. 38, you know, and I'm looking like, Hey, that was just a couple years away. But even back then I was like, man, that's 10 years away. And you know, yeah, I had gastric bypass. Uh, it was a great, great uh, decision that I made. It helped me really turn my life around and get focused again. But to be honest with you, the gastric only lasts about a year, man, year and a half. And then you're right back to where you were eating wise a year, year and a half beforehand. So like even today I can eat as much as I want. Uh, You know, I can eat what I want. It's I'm not very restricted at all other than, you know, if I try to eat too much sugar, uh, I'll get what they call dumping syndrome. So that's a good thing. But, uh, yeah, it's a constant battle, man. I got to hold myself accountable and a lot of sacrificing on your end. Yeah, you know, we'd be uh, gorging out on Thanksgiving dinner and all the pumpkin pie and everything. And he has to just sit back and yeah, has, yeah. has very yeah. strong will. 
Yeah. Occasionally. Occasionally. <laughs> I, do, <laughs> I do indulge every now and then. Yeah, now, but back then, like, it, it was hard on you. It, it's yeah. just holding yourself accountable, man. Yeah. It's, it's kind of like, you know, when you got estimates to do and you're like, man, I'd much rather go hang out with my buddies or do mm. something else. You know, those estimates need to get done. And yeah. if you don't get those estimates done, you're not going to have work next week. So yeah. you're sacrificing. How do you keep, how do y'all keep your time? So you, I know you, you live off a lot of systems. It sounds like in processes, even in definitely in your business with your softwares and things like that. But in your personal life, like is, I mean, you got everything done to a schedule. I know when we even talked about this podcast, you were like, let me look at my schedule. I'll get back with you and let you know. So is, do you think that's something that really helps your family click on all cylinders is like having some, having things planned out, uh, down to the, down to the hour. And obviously things are going to change. Kids are going to sick ball, ball games are going to change. They're going to go to overtime. Like things are going to change. But do you think that's something that's important for families out there today is like create a schedule for yourself because by doing that, it kind of, like you said, keeps you accountable. Mm-hmm. For me, yeah. especially because, you know, and I'm not just saying like I'm old, holy out, out thou, you know, but I'm being pulled like in all directions yeah. from a lot yeah. of things. Uh, that could be companies, that could be my own personal company, that could be other things that we're working on behind the scenes, family, you know, it could be a whole host of things as she is as well. But it's really, you know, staying very regimented makes it easier. Mm. And like, hey, I know Monday, our daughter is going to have pitching or hitting lessons. Tuesday, she's going to have travel ball practice, our son's going to have football practice. Wednesday, you know, and I know I'm slaying all this, but so you can see she yeah. knows My it all. My are turning like, uh, <laughs> well, like no, no that's not what it is. Yeah. <laughs> so she just plugs it into the calendar. So all I got to do is go boom. Okay. I know exactly what we're doing, yeah. but you know, we, uh, we really look forward to those rain days occasionally. When oh, things yeah. get rained out and yeah. you're like, man, we don't got to go to football practice. We don't got to yeah. go to travel ball practice. We don't got to do nothing but sit in the house. It yeah. is very, very relaxed. I guess the biggest like debacle right now between us is like, okay, who's going to football and then who's going to softball? Mm. We try to like split it up. It, yeah. You know, so like this past weekend, I was with my daughter and he was with our son. And then this weekend we'll reverse that. Yeah, flip flop back. <laughs> so, no, that's good. Yeah. But it's also utilizing those times as well mm-hmm. because you know you only have so many hours in a day. Mm-hmm. So what we do now is when we take our kids to practice, most of the time, and it kind of irritated me for a little while. Most of the time I'd get there and I'd be working on a computer trying to get a video done or whatever, or sending estimates, whatever, and I'd look around. And the parents would be sitting on the sidelines for two hours, just in their chairs or in their cars, dwindling away on their phone. And I'm sitting there like, man, we could be doing so much more here, people. Like, even if we just got out and conversated, we could form relationships, you know, that maybe could be business partnerships or, you know, business relationships, work, whatever. Or you could go run the track while your kid's sitting out there working for two hours. And, you know, hey, they're looking at you, too, what you're doing. So I make sure now whenever we go to practice, like her, she what did you get in three three Good miles a night? Yeah. If, if if one of us takes the kids to practice, we're going to be the parent there that's working out during the time period that they're working as well, yeah. and probably editing a video and answering a ton of emails. <laughs> yeah. No, that's good. I think that's something that's not talked about enough, though, is the fact of like, because let's go back to business for a second. Is you have all these these softwares, these things to make you better with your time, to free up some time. Like you, you, you route your stuff so you don't have to sit there and route every week. So maybe the 30 minutes that you t- would have spent routing, and I'm just throwing numbers in here, 30 minutes you would have spent routing before you had your software. Well, now it takes that 30 minutes away because you just print it off and you have it. Well, it's, it's what do you do with that extra 30 minutes? It's do you go take a nap or do you put, 
put used to it. And I think that's the one thing that people like when they try to get out of the field, they try to grow their business and where they, they're not in the field anymore. They have employees working for them. And this is something that I've personally struggled with and had to deal with and hold myself accountable is when guys are out working, I can't just sit home on my butt. I got to go sell more work. I have to go get my hands in other adventures. Like there's, you have to do that if you want to have a successful business, in my opinion. Yeah. Yep. And don't get me wrong. I'm not going to sit here and act like there aren't days when we get that 30 minutes, an hour, whatever. Oh, you take a nap. Yeah. 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 I mean, whatever it could be, you know, maybe make a snack or hop on a video game with your kid for a minute or whatever, play some Madden or something. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, most of the time, if work needs to get done, you need you just get it done. Yeah, you'll feel so much more better. You won't stress about it. That's the biggest thing too. Is like when work starts stacking up mm. and stacking up, and you're just sitting there, man. Like springtime, you're just swamped. Yeah, and, and there, there's been a few times, even this year, I'm like, man, like I'm about done with this. Yep. Like, yep. it's just been one of those years. So it's constantly evaluating, you know, figuring out as well where you can save time. You know, I know a lot of guys and gals that'll start companies and they're driving all over the place, man. I mean, wasting so much time driving 15, 20 minutes. And I'm like, look, if you want to be successful, you want to cut that cost down that you're wasting. You got to, you got to cut that route down. You got to keep it small, especially now with gas prices fluctuating, equipment through the roof, employee costs, like those things are so, so crucial to uh, having a successful business. Yeah. No, that's good stuff. Well, I want to be respectful of your time. We're already sitting at 36 minutes. we got maybe five more minutes here. I want to want to kind of wrap this whole train up here and circle back to, to the reason we do this podcast. So we talked <laughs> about kids, how we, how we implement them in the business, how we make sure that they keep a good relationship with you. Well, at the end of the day, the kids are number two because each of you are number one for each other. Uh, I think everybody knows that. So – how have y'all handled that over the years of being married and, and ha- bringing kids into the picture um, and advice for just couples that are married? So, like, maybe they don't have kids. Or if they do have kids, how do you continue to put each other first? How do you do you take date nights out on your own? Um, how do you just spend time away from the business every single day? Um, and grow your marriage. It's tough. It, it is tough. It's tough, it and there's no perfect tough. answer. Yeah, we can sit there and say, oh, we got to do this, this, and this. But a lot of times it doesn't pan it, out. Yeah, yeah. Um, but our thing, like, we we sit together on the couch. Mm. And after the kids go to bed for a little bit, I mean, yeah, we go to bed together. But just sit down, cuddle on the couch, maybe turn on a movie or something until I fall asleep. Because <laughs> <laughs> it, it always happens. Yeah. But, yeah, just, I mean, just trying to just get that lit. Li- 20 minutes. I mean, I don't know, just a little bit of time. Um, get it in when you can get it in. <laughs> it's tough. It is really tough. I mean, the parents that are watching this, they'll know what I'm talking about. You yeah. know, it takes a nap, man. <laughs> you, you just, you're, you're going the wrong route. No. I'm not. <laughs> oh my goodness. This is good. This is good stuff. That wasn't me. That wasn't me. I was th- I was thinking something totally uh-huh. different in my mind. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, when the, when the kids take a nap, we go out to dinner. Or something. That's right. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Yeah. That's right. Mom, mom and dad are wrapping presents. You know, Christmas came early this year. Exactly. But no, it, it's it's not easy, man. I won't sit here. I'd be very hypocritical if I sat here and act like we don't have our moments like everybody. Yeah. Uh, it, it's really just like we don't take enough date nights. I'll be real with you, but we work our tails off. I think we both kind of, uh, you know, have goals that we want to set and we understand we're not going to be young forever. Uh, 
but you know, probably a lot of that falls on me. I'll be honest with you. Not, you know, taking the time because I'll be honest with you, bro. I'm a workaholic. Yeah. I like if I'm not forced to take time off, I am going to work from sun up to sundown and that's not good. And I would, anybody watching this, I don't recommend it. Don't try to emulate what I do. Uh, it's just, it's me. It's what I learned from my dad and, uh, what's worked for us, honestly, it's what's worked. So, you know, uh, you know, maybe, I don't know, forcing myself to take more time, which we do occasionally, but like I still owe her a Colorado trip. I promised her last year for our anniversary. Uh, we do have a vacation coming up next month where we'll get a week off together. So, yeah. and it'll just be her and I, typically we do get one vacation a year where it's just us. And then we take one as well as a whole family. Yeah. Uh, but definitely don't take it enough or yeah. take enough time just for us to be us. Right. Well, and y'all are in those grinding years. Like you're building, you're building what you're setting yourself up for in ten to fifteen years. Like you're building that right now. So it, that's understandable. But I think you, by you both realizing it, I think it's easier that you can just both talk through it. Um, I think that's something that me and Savannah work through. Is like we both just have to have that conversation every once in a while. Of like, hey, we know we know we're not getting as much time as we want right now, but here's why we're doing it, and and here's the end result that we're working towards. And and I know for y'all, like. You, ha- you have that end result. You have that thing where you're like, okay, this is what we're going for. We're going to figure out how to get there. Let's let's just put our heads down and go to work and do it. Yeah. Yeah. Andy Frisella says it really good. You you put in the work now for the rewards you'll get three to five years from now. Yeah. So yeah. what you have today is from the work that you put in in the last three to five years. Yeah. That's good. That's good. Do y'all have any advice you would give anybody? Just one word of, of advice, wisdom that you would give marriage married couples out there just working and running business together. Good, babe. You can anything in simple, it. complex, whatever you want to leave somebody with. I guess just to have patience. Mm, that's for good. One another. Yeah. I mean, in in life, in your relationship, work. I mean, just patience and understanding. Yeah. Me personally, I would say just I've learned this over the years. You know, having guy friends, you know, and whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, there's when you're younger, hanging out with your buddies, all that. You know, it's cool. This and that. But once you get married, you have kids like they're number one. They come first. No, nobody else comes before that. And uh, I, I guess just focusing 100 percent on them when those times are needed. Now, obviously, you know, you want to go watch a football game with your buddies, whatever. That's fine and dandy. But if the family's saying, hey, you know, you need to be here, you need to make sure you're there. Yeah. And uh, don't take it for granted. It goes very, very fast. Very, very fast. Mm, that's good. I've learned a lot from this episode, guys. Thank you so much for your time tonight. Where can everybody find you? I know Equip's coming up. Y'all are going to be there. What is kind of a 20-second schedule of what y'all got going on there if people want to connect with you when you went up in uh, Equip in October? Yeah, so we'll be up in the Toro booth at the Equip Expo. We're opening up for Echo uh, on the 19th from 3 to 5. You, if you're in the area, you can come have a free beer over there at the Echo booth. Uh other than that, we'll do some stuff for Kohler Engines there in the booth. You can find us on at Spencer Lawn Care on <laughs> Facebook. YouTube's yeah. our main platform we share on every day. Uh, TikTok as well. Spencer and, Lawn Care LLC on TikTok. Yeah. And then Instagram's just Spencer Lawn Care. Yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty much where we're at, man. <laughs> awesome, guys. Well, I look forward to seeing y'all just in a couple of weeks at Equip. Uh, it's going to be a good yeah, time. I'm look forward quit. to – Yeah, I know. It's crazy. I feel like just yesterday it was – 
early bird registration started and I was like, Oh, that's so far from now. I don't even need to worry about it. And then it's like, Whoa, three weeks away. So, um, yep. crazy that's coming up on us this fast, but crazy months ahead. I know snow's coming for y'all. Y'all gotta be prepping for snow, right? Getting, getting those wheels started to turn. Leaves first. <laughs> that is true. I forgot leaves. Yeah. Y'all leaves do a big first. leaf cleanup. Yeah. Man, we're supposed yeah. to go from 90 here today till like tomorrow night's like low of 46. Whoa. Yeah. Whoa, that's crazy. High in the 60s, I think. It Welcome is. to Ohio. Yeah, you better put that leaf box together. That's all I'm saying. Birthday of Paul. <laughs> yeah. I'm a little behind, I'll be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. If I, you need to start hiring that stuff out. Get, get some <laughs> get some fab people on the on the crew there at Spencer Lawn Care. But um, Telling you, man. Yeah, it's all part of it. It's all part of the journey. So anyway, yeah. anyway, thank you so much for your time tonight, guys. I want to be respectful and wrap this thing up. So uh guys, they they told you where you can find them. Go find them if you haven't followed them before but i'm sure you have see them at equip look forward to seeing everybody there and uh, without any further ado i think that's going to wrap this one up so thank you so much for tuning in to today's show if you enjoyed it leave us a five-star rating review those really help us grow and boost us out there so we can continue to go to the community one relationship at a time thanks guys we'll see you on the next episode Mm